ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ten. Steve Mix in the house, the verified champ. That's right. Woo, brother. <laughs> big match coming up. Actually, I got a few big matches coming up. You do. And, and I, I think I've told you, I don't know if I said this on uh, on this podcast, but your your wrestling has bled over. What do you mean? Just like we do this together and stuff, and like people at events keep talking to me about a lot of wrestling. And then That's so I funny. I to go, like, listen to me. And they, like, I support Steve. That is Steve's thing. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not his manager. I'm just his friend that he subjected to watching his friend's videos of him wrestling. Right. And like, some people, they just want to talk WWE. I'm just like, man, I haven't watched anything in a while. Like, There's a whole lot going on now, Ted. You got WWE. You got NXT moving to USA Network to go head-to-head against AEW, brother. And I'm going to watch. AEW? Uh, yeah. A- yeah. AEW. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they were moving NXT to compete with they them. They took uh, NXT off the WWE Network starting, not this, I think, end of September. And it's going to now be a two-hour show on the USA Network on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock, conveniently the same time that AEW will start their broadcast on TNT uh, beginning October second or October, whatever that Wednesday is. Oh, that's shrewd. Oh, it's because I feel like it's the wars, a- man. AEW and NXT—that's a fan base that's shared. Like they all yep. like WWE, but like they're willing to transfer over. But yep. oh, that's shrewd. That, that's a brilliant move on their end. I mean, yeah, you could have put like SmackDown there, and I think it would have done fine. But I heard somebody that's like a big wrestling. I think Dave Lagreca, who does uh, uh, Busted Open Radio with uh, Bully Ray and, and Mark Henry, he's just like, yeah, if. If you put Raw SmackDown, it would be a no-brainer for me. I'm watching AEW. But you put NXT, we all love NXT. Yeah, Even if you're sick of the WWE product, which I'm not, but I get why people are. People are, but I see people online being like, I still like NXT. Yeah, because NXT is dope. And our boy uh, Shane Strickland goes by Isaiah Scott, who was a former guest on on the Megacast and also Migs vs. the World of Wrestling and things like that. He is a member of NXT, so he's going to be on TV, which is, and he was just popping up on 205 Live. Things are popping for him, man. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I mean, look, I think at the end of the day, if you like wrestling, this is all good. It's great. Right? There's more leagues. There's yep. more opportunities. There's DVR. There's DVR, and also, like, no offense, but wrestling teeters on kind of nerd culture as well. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Yeah, and not while, even teeters. It's full bore. Right. It's and nerd, like nerds. sports dominate. Or I shouldn't say that. Sports are still massive, but like you can't argue with, with Avengers and with Marvel or DC. And no. then like, right, like that nerd, like it, it's a great time to be a nerd about anything. Dude, I wish this was how it was when I was a kid. Like nonstop wrestling, all the podcasts, all the networks, all the streaming services. I would never, well, I never really did much anyway as a kid. I was a loser. But this would have gave me reason to be a loser. Plus, you got my guy on the uh, on the Devils. Yes. Uh, what's his name? The uh, black dude. Wh- wh- well, <laughs> which one? Wayne Simmons and then P.K. Subban. All right, yeah, Subban. Subban's my dude. I love P.K. Subban. I lost my mind. I mean, granted, this is a few weeks ago. And he's a wrestling guy. He's a big wrestling guy. He was even when he made his announcement for the Devils, he was using a, the Rock uh, Under Armour water bottle because like I don't have anything else that's red and black. I got to show my colors. <laughs> he's like, I got that. And then they brought him a Ric Flair jacket. The Ric Flair jacket was amazing. Yeah. Dude. My bad. I didn't realize there was... I no, no, no. Was, like, honestly, there's only a few black guys in the NHL. I know. It's funny. But, like, now it's like, the devil's got two black guys. Yeah, it's, Forget it's, about it. <laughs> it's cut bound, baby. Oh, dude, I'm so pumped about P.K. Subban. Just as a quick little detour. It, I don't know about you. 
you have a favorite team, and sometimes you have a favorite player, and that favorite player is not on your favorite team. More often, yeah. than, more often than not, that's the case. I mean, you might have a favorite player from your team, but P.K. Subban, since he's busted in the NHL back when he was on the— and I hate the Montreal Canadiens, but I always love P.K. Subban just because— Hard-nosed player, a little bit flamboyant in the sense that like he's larger than life. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not bigger than the sport, but he doesn't fall in line with how some hockey players are with the stock answers and the stock way of being. He's yeah. just he's he's larger than life, and I've always loved his 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 personality and the way that he plays the game. He's he's a great defenseman, and I was like, man, that guy's one of my favorite players. He became my favorite. The more people hated him, the more I loved him too. Because I'm a yeah. wrestling fan, he's the heel. Then I wake up one morning and it says the Devils acquired PK Subban. I'm like, what? Damn Devils! I was about to cancel the the hockey package on my streaming service. I can't now. Every time I think I'm out, they pull, pull me, me back in. And plus, they pick up Wayne Simmons. They got Jack Hughes. Devils should be pretty good next year. They just got to get a better goalie. Yeah, and Subban to me, like I always feel like he just caught a lot of heat. Does he like to celebrate? Yes. Right. It's like yes. All right, he's not doing anything terrible. He's having fun playing a sport for a career. Yeah, it was it was always like the Richard Sherman thing. Review like yeah. he, I hate him. He's like, look, he doesn't curse. He's not like out of line. He just really likes playing the sport and he's loud like right. it's okay like i always tell people they're goddamn grown men playing a game for a living <laughs> right they're not beating their significant others they're not doing like just devious things behind the scenes they're celebrating because they just scored one for the team yeah those bastards yeah i was the same way with rain Ro- wayne rooney when he okay. played at United, I never liked Manchester United, but right. deep down I was like, man, I'm a Wayne Rooney fan. Pretty and right. I don't like the England national team, but I like Wayne Rooney and the way he plays. Did he ever make it onto Arsenal? No. Oh. That would have blew your mind, right? Like, would have been awesome. Woke, if you woke up one morning, even if he's at the tail end of his career, and P.K. Subban's still got many years left in him. He's in his early 30s, but people are like, oh, he's, he's hitting the tail end. I'm like, he's still got like four or five years of being able to play a, a high level sport. Oh, yeah. Man, I, yeah. I, would, I mean, look, Ovechkin, let's be honest. He's... He's still good. Yeah. But right, he's aging out of his prime and stuff. Which in a weird way I think worked to their advantage because then they realized we need to build around him because we can't just rely on this superstar that can carry the team. He can only yeah. carry him so far. And as you saw, like he never was able to win the big win the cup. And then all of a sudden it's like he's a little less over the top awesome. So let's bring in some other guys and, and look what happened. Yeah, he adjusted his game. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you need to do that, or sometimes you find yourself without a job, Carmelo. <laughs> I think he should be in the NBA, but uh, you keep gunning up trying to get 30 a night. Like, you need to play in an offense, man. That's a very solid point. Yeah. And since we're talking sports, we'll, maybe we'll get to the push ups. Maybe we'll get to the TED Talk. Maybe. But it, it's an exciting freaking time right now for the Mega Cast. Oh, you know yeah. why? Because of the dragons. Rising. Oh. From the turbulent sea. Yes. Beneath the darkening skies of their weather-hardened home. Relentless. Ruthless. Ravenous. Not of mythology. They're talking about you, Ted. Yeah! Of muscle and might. Yeah, they are. Clearly, clearly. you've been working out. You look great. Yeah. Not of folklore. Nope, he's real. But of football. Well, I'm a man. Well, you played football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have a shape like that, as most humans do. (laughs) Points at the top and bottom. This is your darkest fantasy. Oh, yeah. Sleeping with Ted. Ladies know what's up. That is a dark fantasy for a lot of women. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of ladies nodding their head like, yeah. Yeah. In cleats. 
Yeah, Ted does like wearing cleats. That's why it's a dark fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> and they dirty. are black Nike boots. <laughs> it's dirty out there. The Seattle Dragons. Oh. Breathing fire. February 2020. Breathing fire. How you feeling about the team name? You know, hearing that promo, it's a little better. I woke right? up this morning, I was just like, the Dragons, huh? All right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I just, I guess we were mythical now. <laughs> That's the funny thing. A lot of people are like, I don't get what it has to do with Seattle. I'm like, sometimes team names don't have anything to do with the city. It's just, it's a, it's a, yeah. Like, yesterday I saw like they had like the five names that I guess were registered by the team, like the Dragons, the Surge, the Force, some other ones. And the one that popped for a lot of people that were voting, including myself, was the Dragons. I'm like, I know it kind of has a little bit of a Little League soccer feel to it in the name. But the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, I'm not opposed to the team being called the Dragons. Dragons are badass. Well, I mean, sometimes you need to be, you need to have historical stuff, though. Like, most people don't realize Bengal Tigers are indigenous to Cincinnati. For real? No. (laughs) Why do I believe you? Why do I believe this guy? (laughs) The folklore that is the Ted Smith. Right? There's no no Tigers in Cincinnati. We should start that. Right? Back in the 1890s, there was a period of time where Dragons flew past the Space Needle on a frequent basis. Right, there was as many Bengals in Cincinnati as there are dragons in Seattle. <laughs> but if you go to Forks, I don't know, man. Between all the weird movies they shoot out there, it's a spooky little town, yeah. there might be a f- dragon. And you know, in Los Angeles, it is the, it, it is the city of lakes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. We're all getting up in arms and, and uh, whatever. What about the jazz hotbed that is Utah? <laughs> right? We love jazz in Utah. Oh, you think jazz culture? Utah. Yeah, don't go to New Orleans. New Orleans is, that's like watered down jazz. That's jazz for wussies. Yeah. Utah's got the real S. And now New Orleans is like, all right, I guess we'll just be the Pelicans. <laughs> Pelicans. I'd rather be a dragon than a Pelican. That's a good point. Yeah. Our dragon's going to eat the crap out of your pelicans. I had my buddy, you know Aaron Oster from uh, Jobbing Out. Yeah. He watched the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone magazine. He's like, uh, can we trade names? Or like, can we? how come you guys got the cool name of the dragons? Because Washington is called the Defenders. And then someone was saying, well, Seattle, uh, our buddy Nick, who has the Around Seattle Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, why aren't we the Battlehawks? Battlehawks would be cool. That was the first one they announced was the St. Louis Battlehawks. I'm like, but you got the Seahawks. I get. That's way too close to the Seahawks. You can't do that. Yeah, and the NFL would be like, no, 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 no. And Battlehawks is a badass name. That is. I liked, uh, yesterday I came up with the Seattle Salted Dogs. <laughs> Salted Dogs. So it could either be like a pirate or just like an old hot dog. <laughs> or a hot dog doing the whole sprinkle, sprinkle thing. Right? <laughs> Hot Dog Bay. You got the Dallas Renegades. <clears throat> All right, that works. The Houston Roughnecks, which I guess is an oil relate. Or, yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I, 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 we were talking about this morning because when we were watching these videos, the videos were amazing. Watch the video for the Seattle Dragons one. They got dragons flying in the air in Seattle. Right. It's badass. Like, they've done a really good job of the video packages. Uh, I wonder why when you have a guy like Vince McMahon that's a part of it who, who loves video packages. Oh, yeah. Um, the, but I was like, man, that would have been cool if they were the Houston Oilers, like a nod to the history, like to have that one team. But then I'm like, oh, the NFL probably owns the rights, and they're not going to give up on the vintage gear that they sell. Yeah, I think Tennessee, right. Like, I think because Tennessee still counts that as part of their history, right? If you yeah. play for the Oilers. I think so. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, they have the Texans. How about Los Angeles? Wildcats. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It makes me think of the movie. <laughs> oh, with Goldie Hawn? Yeah. <laughs> it's the King of Kings, better than anything. I don't, football. I don't know what's worse, that I know the movie or you know the song. 
What's wrong with ours? You are we're weird, man. Yeah, I know. We brought up somebody brought up the toy the other day, and I was like, I just watched that like two days. Oh, ago. dude, that's one of uh, uh, Richard Pryor's best, right? Was that that was yeah? Him? Somebody yeah. was like, you couldn't make that movie today, and it's like, do you forget the whole last twenty minutes of that movie? <laughs> like, it kind of had a message. <laughs> <laughs> was it him, Jackie Gleason? Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Brewster's Millions and the toy. Stir crazy as well, of course. Anything that has him and Gene Wilder was great. Yeah, Brewster's Millions good one, too. Yeah, it is. I would love to have that problem. Oh, man. These are some old relates. Anyone who's under the age of 35 is like, what the F? Yeah, most of the people listening to our podcast right now are like, what are they talking about? They've really gone off the rails. They got old in like one week. I'm going to start doing that when people ask me about wrestling. Who's your favorite wrestler? Junkyard Dog. (laughs) (laughs) I did have one of those big rubber dolls of him. Oh, the LJN series ones. Yeah. 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 Um, New York Guardians. When you watch the video, at first I thought it was going to be the Gargoyles because that's all they were using. But obviously, Gargoyles, Guardians. Guardians. That's pretty cool. Uh, Like we said, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers. I think that's my least favorite of them all. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, And then the Washington Defenders. Have you seen the logo? I have. I just, yeah, I didn't see any of the videos. I just saw everything, like the pictures. I will say this it amazes me. And granted, I'm a nerd about sports films. So, like, Mm how has there never been a Sharks? And, and but there's the San Jose Sharks, right? Hockey. But remember, oh. there was the Sharks in uh, in any given Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> that just did the fin thing. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I was just like, that's always my hope. Is one of these leagues will just be like, F it, name one of these teams the Sharks, put them in the same black jerseys. Let's do it. <laughs> oh man, hopefully, uh, I know there's talks of possible. Maybe we'll be involved with the the dragons. Fingers crossed, Ted. Yeah, you and I might be doing some stuff, hanging out down there and partying, and which would be badass, man. Tailcast. How do we tailcast? Get- yeah, it's like a podcast slash tailgate. The mega tailcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but maybe they'll let us dress up as dragons and we can hang out outside the the stadium, the dragons den, the dragons den. I like that'd it. be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. We yeah, we, we could have like dragon themed stuff, like foot long dragon tails. It yes. just it's a giant hot dog or something. I like it. Yeah. And then we can breathe fire. We'll have fire, fire breathers there. We need I, that. I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might too. I mean, I do stupid stuff with wrestling, but I don't know if I want to go down the road of breathing I feel fire. Like the first week would be awesome. Like Ted and Steve were there breathing fire, doing flaming shots. Then somebody caught on fire. Yep. And now we're done. One guy choked on a dragon tail. <laughs> It becomes the best 30 for 30 of all time. The two men who killed the XFL. What if I told you a whole league was brought down by two men? <laughs> and ESPN's secretly happy about it because now they don't have to they don't have to compete with us with the name Megacast. Oh yeah, right. Because what they do that for the NCAA? They, call they the do me- it. You know what? They probably have one coming up for like the first kickoff game for college season. They'll right. do like the mega cast. Because my my timeline always blows up when that happens. Because people people are calling them out, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. It's like I don't care. I'm sure there's, there's been other mega casts. It's not that original of a name. We just ripped off the mega powers in the WWF. I'm still amazed that people in our industry like are like shocked when I tell them we do this. Dude, we came up again at the radio convention. Oh, no kidding. Uh, a shout out to our buddy uh, Seth Ressler, who works for uh, Jacob Me- Jacobs Media. It's a big like radio industry thing, and he covers podcasting. He went to like the podcast. I want to go to the pod. We should go to the podcast movement next year. All right, that would be kind of fun. I yeah. think it's in Dallas. Oh, I yeah. like Dallas when I was down there. Dallas is rad. Yeah. Um, what was this? Oh, so um. He was doing his whole thing about podcasting with radio. One of the first things he brings up is the Megacast. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, it, it know, shocks you gotta, me. You got a morning guy and an afternoon guy. 
they're buddies, and they decided to figure out a way to do some content together, and together they formed the Megacast. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still shocked when people are like, oh, you guys do that? Like, for this or that? Like, no, we just like to do it, and we just like to put out stuff. Right. There's really no other ulterior motive other than this gives us a reason to talk to each other and crack jokes. Right. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just shocked. Like, that's 2019, man. Yeah, get with it. Get with it. <sighs> we are dragons. I got to figure out my dragon. I feel like I'm still growling like a regular animal. <sighs> How do I sound like a breathing fire? <laughs> <laughs> We got to watch Dragonheart, the dragon movie. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Godzilla sound effect would probably be the right one, right? That wasn't Godzilla. Let's see. Godzilla sound effects. Let's all right. see. Okay, let's see if any of these would be good. Got all Godzilla roars and effects from 1992. Wait. Oh, here we go. Seattle Dragons. Give us another one. Oh, he was knocking on the door. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, it's somewhere between a pterodactyl and a lion. What is that? Like, how do they make that sound? Was it like a slowed down door creaking? I bet it's something like that or like a roar from another animal. Yeah. It's wild how they do some of that stuff. Man, watching some of these... Have you seen these Godzilla? The, the Godzilla costume is hilarious. Oh, there's Godzuki. <laughs> so comical. Yeah, just, that looks ridiculous. Go on YouTube, just type all Godzilla roar 1954 to 27. Oh, there's this weird guy now. Is that Mega Man? He's, he's and how's he as big as Godzilla? He's Mega Man. Okay, this is ridiculous. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll start the podcast. And we'll do yeah, some yeah. push-ups. All right. We'll uh, get a TED Talk in there. We'll do all that stuff. Plus, I want to talk about Burning Man. You're, right. you're, you're one foot out the door for the burn, I am. Baby. Leave it Saturday. That's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped for you. Returning to the dust. When the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve are getting out of here, but they will come back. The Megacast will return. So let's Everyone's talking about the new Impossible Hamburger, a non-meat version that tastes just like the real thing. Time to apply that same technology to other areas of life. Introducing the Impossible Hooker. Looks, talks, speaks, and feels like the real thing. But it's completely plant-based and synthetic. Sure, so are the Kardashians. But because of the Impossible Hooker's ultra-dense molecular structure, there's no chance of contracting any kind of disease. And best of all, the Impossible Hooker is gluten-free, completely vegan, and entirely edible. So you get dinner and you get lucky. Does it get any better than that? The Impossible Hooker. Available at your nearest home. Whole food store. The Sunday prayers. 
they ate their vitamins. Tekken Steve Mania is running wild again. The mega cast is back. I like the way she said vitamins. Vitamins. Yeah. Got to keep up on our shed roll. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling, saying your prayers, eating your vitamins. Quick plug for myself. On uh, this past Sunday, word got out that I am wrestling a big name in the independent wrestling world, a nationally known, world-known wrestler by the name of All Ego Ethan Page. He's on Impact Wrestling. All right. He's been all around, and he's coming to Without a Cause Wrestling on September 15th, and he's taking on your local celebrity. It's Ego versus Ego. <laughs> and they're even calling it Whack Ego. That's the name of the show. And it's going to be me taking on Ethan Page in a match. I cannot be more excited. This is a huge opportunity for me to have a a fly-in, like they call them, in the world of independent wrestling. Hey, yeah, you fly him in. Yeah, so, I mean, I never thought in a million years I would ever have a chance to wrestle a name or a fly-in. Maybe, like, get paired up with somebody, but, you know, a one-on-one match. There's a lot of faith that the Without a Cause people... There's also, I mean, I've been busting my ass, and they, they've noticed it, and I appreciate that. So, I'm super pumped about uh, being able to wrestle Ethan Page, who's one of my favorite wrestlers. So, it's kind of pretty surreal, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, and that's on September 15th. You can just go to uh, WackProWrestling.com. Oh, it's a Sunday. The nice thing about them, they start at 4. They usually end around 6.30, 7 o'clock, so it's not like a crazy long night. Right, so you're not in there all night. If any Megacast listeners live in the North End in the Everett area, it would mean the world to me. If you, I don't typically beg people to come to these shows, because I get it. You know, yeah. People are busy, but I'm begging you. Please come and see me wrestle Ethan Page. I'd love to pack that room with a bunch of MIGS fans making noise, booing. I don't care what it is, but let's just have some fun. and Let's create a memory. And I want Ethan Page to walk out being like, damn. This guy's got a following. Just make sure you give him a good chop for me. Oh, I will. But then he's going to give me one back, and that dude's strong. I know. You're right. That's going to hurt. I just have this idea of like this me- this big-time wrestler. like It just starts, and you just slap the crap out of him. In. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> so again, September 15th, go to WackProWrestling.com, or just type in Without a Cause on social media. You'll find it. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to that, and it would mean a lot if I saw some of the Megacast family out there. I'd be giving you some sweaty mega hugs after the match. Yeah, and I know the verified belt sometimes takes a shot at Everett, but Ted Smith himself, Everett's on the come up. They've done some nice things up there. Right. Like, go up early, grab a beer, get some dinner. Boom. Go to Tony V's afterwards for the after party. That's oh, where is we, that where you have it? That's where we always go after uh, Without a Cause Wrestling. Nice. Uh, I like we, Tony, man. He's always very cool to me. Tony was hanging out at the show, too. He, was, he oh, provided nice. the wireless mic. All right. Good dude. Real good dude. And, yeah. he, and then we all go over there and eat the wings and the stuffed cheese balls and all the other crazy stuff. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, dude. It's always a blast. So come hang out with us and have a good time. Ted, if you're free, come on up. All right. Yeah. I'll high five you. Yeah. I'll be super high oh, over for Red Festival. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to make it. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> no, let's just jump right into the TED Talk. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Need some inspiration? Yeah. You know, sometimes you're not sure. You're scared, nervous, anxious. Should I do this? Should I not? But deep down, there's an answer. And you just gotta listen sometimes, and you don't want to. Trust me, I'm speaking on something very important. I don't want to die in a desert. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to die from the hands of Ethan Page. Right? But I know it's going to be fun. My buddy said, stay positive. We'll find tickets. And we found tickets. My point is, sometimes you got to take that chance. Maybe it's posted a shirtless picture on Twitter. The podcast. At the podcast. But who knows what it is? But I'm just saying, take a chance. Maybe it's talking to that girl down at the end of the bar. And she says, no, you're not my type, but you took the chance. That's all I'm asking this week, folks. Take a chance. 
Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, I have to say something, speaking about the shirtless thing. It's crazy to see pictures of you from a year ago to where you are yeah, now. Right? I mean, you should be super freaking proud of the transformation that you've made. Like, it's a... It's a whole different body, man. I, it's funny. I, it's even so for me, freaking cool to see. Yeah, even I look at him like, damn, I didn't realize it was that chubby. Yeah, you don't know. And then you probably don't even realize it as you're doing it every day. Yeah. Because I don't notice it until like, someone I haven't seen in a while. They're like, hey, man, you've been working out? And I'm like, oh, shucks. Oh, <laughs> not, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing I'm excited about, too, right? Because I'll be... At least 50 pounds lighter than the last time I wow. went to Burning Man. So I'm like, I should be able to do some more stuff. That's a lot less weight to carry around in the desert. Yeah, and I'm riding on that damn bike. So, okay, so when do you leave for Burning Man? Saturday. This Saturday. Correct. And when does it all really start? So, some people are down there already because they have Building like these, the city. Yeah. They and they have the city on drugs and booze. <laughs> <laughs> no. So some of these camps, right? So here's how it works. When I went the first time, me and Cobb just went down and camped by ourselves. Okay. So we were basically on our own. Right. But then two you, men. Two men against the world. <laughs> also looking for Katy Perry. Oh, she right? I know. She was there that year. <laughs> I remember so he goes, You know Katy Perry's here. And I was like, Shut up, man. You guys have been messing with me right. for three days. I don't need these hippie pranks. Yeah, exactly. Uh but if you join a camp. They've already put in all the paperwork, and Burning Man has been like, okay, you guys can have a camp. You're going to do this or that. You're do they say- have a max on how many people could be in the camp? Correct. Okay. So they get to go down early, but honestly, they're doing a lot of hard work. They're building structures and everything else. So then we'll go down. The main gate opens Sunday at noon. So we'll get in line. We'll be in line for hours. I mean, oh, wow. hours. So then when we get in, we'll pull in. And then now that we're a camp... That's the other thing too. Like we gotta, uh, you gotta work some shifts. So I'm gonna work a couple, like two, like three hour shifts in a kitchen, either doing dishes or manning a giant grill or something. You know, just serving. Interesting. Yeah, stuff like that. Because that's the whole idea is that the camp has these two meals a day that are made, and it's easy because there's like 50 people. If everybody just does their two shifts, then nobody should have to work like a super long shift. Or, that's cool. Yeah, and it shouldn't it shouldn't get in your way too much. But also, is, is that a Burning Man rule? Or is that the, the the rule of the camp that you're being a part of? Uh, it's the, yeah, it's the rule of the camps. Okay, so but each like, camp probably has their own different rules. Yeah, but like I've heard horror stories of like people get like just being really nice and other people not wanting to work and they get stuck working like 10, 12 hour shifts. That's lame. Yeah. yeah. So this what's a couple hours, right? So this one, they're very upfront about. It. They're just like, look, this is all we ask. Just mm-hmm. make sure you're you're part. And the only two Burning Man, if you show up, you're like, ah, f it. Yeah. Well, bur- a big Texas part of Burning Man party. is inclusive too. So it kind of helps to give back to your camp and help out. Cool. Yeah, and it's awesome. We have, have like a, a party zone built in there. Do you have a name for your camp? Uh, do you mind hitting a bleep button? Uh, I do not whatsoever. All right. Uh, disco f*** yourself. <laughs> the mega family is down there. I believe we're at like 745 and K. That is the name of the podcast right there. Disco F yourself. <laughs> so, so you go with our boy Brad and he's got that bus that says Disco F yourself. Exactly. Right. That is awesome. So look for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, right. It'll be a good time. And also like they have a ton of water there and stuff. So it's a lot safer than just like two guys, two guys going out there and doing. It sounds like you're doing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any weird rules that you have for your camp? 
Uh, like you saw yesterday, no masturbation in the dome. <laughs> yes, you got to tell people the story. All right, so what, the guy Ted that, shows me this Facebook post on his, I guess it's like a camp group page. Yeah. And it was just like, we're not responsible if you get woken up by loud tent sex. <laughs> and then it was like, if you want to have really loud sex, here's the places you can go, like the or, or this dome or that dome. So certain parts of the camp, it's okay. Well, no, there's, uh, there's like legit like orgy domes and stuff there. I never took part in that. Excuse me? Yeah, but you got to show up with somebody. You got to bring someone. Yes. Do you need like a special like wristband? No, but if you special bring a ring, if you bring your own clean sheets, you get to the front of the line. Do you really? Yes. Are you bringing an extra pair of clean sheets? No. <laughs> Last time I was down there, we brought like a Costco size full thing of condoms, right? We, this is how far away we got from ever even like hooking up with a girl. Nobody even took the plastic off the giant box. It, like nobody ever said, you know what? I'm going to take one. Dude, I'll be honest. Like just based on like the, the things I've done in my past and like the festival camping, partying things, sex is the absolute last thing that I'm even thinking about while I'm in those, in that mindset. Yeah. And sometimes like, I want to dance with hot chicks. Yeah. But I don't want to have sex with them. I'm pretty sure it won't work. Right? I was going to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been... One time, I hooked up in Meltdown out of eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not the best record. So, yeah, I mean... Like, a peck on the cheek would probably be the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Or a hug. Or a hug. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so that was the rule. Wild sex. And then it just said in all... And it said, and as always, in all capital letters, no masturbating in the dome. In the dome. (laughs) Yeah. Not not in the dome. Yeah. Whatever you do in your tent, it's not... We don't care. Yeah, even masturbating is even less of a thing I want to do than sex. Yeah, I'm just picturing There's somebody nothing. somebody that's been up for a day and a half, just like, hey, dude, what are you doing in the dome? <laughs> I'm not going to stop until I'm finished. This isn't your home. It's a dome. At this point, it looks like you're stretching a rubber balloon. I don't care. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> hey, why don't you put stretch arms stronger way, all right? <laughs> your forearms are massive right now. <laughs> So then you get there on Saturday. Everything get, starts we go on in Sunday. Sunday. How long? And so we get in Sunday, and then we'll leave the following Monday. Okay. So it's what's that? Seven, eight days. Damn, dude. Yeah. You have any uh, special themes, like for your camp? Uh, they have some is it events. Disco or is it not? Yeah, like Thursday night we're having a big dance party, and then uh, Brad's also part of a fire spinning troupe. So part a section of our camp. We need these guys for when we do dragon tailgate parties. Yeah, they'll have fire spinners there. So that's the other thing about a camp. Like you're built into a party almost every night. Mm-hmm. So that'll be pretty awesome. And then like they have a bar and they're like, hey, if you want to bartend a random shift and it's not open, open the bar. Bro. Yeah. Does that count to, for your hours? No. Oh. <laughs> that's the problem. Originally I was like. Oh, bartending sounds like fun. I know, right? But like everybody wants the bartending yeah, shift. Yeah, that's, so that's a good how, point. Yeah, that's why Brad was like, just do me a favor. Work a couple kitchen shifts. Copy. Yeah, yeah, because bartending is more of like a privilege. It's yeah. like me being a DJ on the party bus. It's not like, I'm not being like, I'm working real hard, guys. It's because I like doing it. Yeah, well, it's like when people get into the bar industry, like, I'm going to be a bartender. You're going to start as a bar back or like yeah. a bus boy. We'll, we'll get there. What do you have planned? Like, do you have, uh, do you have costumes planned out? Like, what do you have? What do you have in mind? Anything that you're excited about? I mean, I'm just excited. That one fur jacket I never get to wear. So that'll be nice to break that back out. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I don't know, man, part of it during the day, I'll just, usually I just wear like a couple like, uh, you know, like the rash guards. Yeah. Right. So I'll just wear like those, like, cause it's the desert. 
my cowboy hat, cargo pants or cargo shorts. Short. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, Wednesday, I have a or right. So generally, I look like just like a tactical guy, just trying to survive. <laughs> like Steve Irwin. Yeah, but then like Wednesday, I'll wear my white caftan for the white party. I have a tutu for Tuesday. So I mean, of course, tutus yeah. for Tuesday. Yeah, tutu Tuesday. What color is the tutu? Uh, I believe it's green. Good. The colors of our Seattle Dragons football team. Oh, and the Sounders. That, there we go. <laughs> Represent. Uh, yeah, so then, right. We, I don't know. I got a couple random things. Nothing too crazy. Nice, man. So, Pump yeah, for you. It is. And then I just got to figure out which tennis shoes I want to ruin and take with me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a pair that's kind of like not on its last legs, but you're kind of done with? That's yeah. probably the ones you got to do, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing, too. Like, some people look super cool. Like, I told Joe. I go, I'm not one of those people. I, I go with survival first, looking cool second. Dude, I'm the same way. I thought about, I was, I was reflecting on Summer Meltdown because, you know, I'm seeing all the pictures of people posting. And, and not that I ever believe in, like, fear of missing out kind of thing, but I am bummed that we missed out on it because it looked like yeah. it was a great time. But it's always funny. The two years I've gone, like, and I see that with um, with uh, Burning Man on Instagram. I'll look at some people's posts, and it's like, dude, it looks like you, you just got out of, like, the makeup department from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, like, all the crazy outfits. And I'm just like... That's just not my thing. Well, that's the other thing, too, with Burning Man. Like, when you look on Instagram and stuff, that's all you're going to see. The hot like chicks. The, right, hot like, chicks yeah. or people all dressed up. But, like, there's a large bulk of people that are like me. They're just wearing stuff to survive get by. in the desert. Right. <laughs> and at nighttime, people dress up a lot cooler. Because, honestly, it's cooler temperature-wise. It's yeah. cooler by, like, 40 degrees. Because I think about whether it was a meltdown, not this past year, but the year before, when I had that one night where I ended up like at, in the late night dance, 10 till four in the morning dancing. And I'm looking around, even when I was all effed up and I'm dancing with whoever's around me and, and I look and everybody's decked out with their crazy like rave gear or like crazy like, you know, like just bedazzled shirts. And then I look at myself and I'm wearing like a ratty tank top that I've been wearing all day, board shorts, flip flops, and a kiss trucker cap. And I'm like... I'm really proud of me right now. Like it was like this weird. Like at first, I was kind of bummed because I'm like, man, I didn't really put any effort. And look at everybody. But by the end of the time, I'm so comfortable, and I don't even care, and I'm not even like dying of heat because I don't have all this crazy stuff on. And it, and it was like I was unique because I was given f. Yeah, I mean, I've been to meltdown in a costume, and then on a Saturday night and been like half hour in it and just be like, you got to get me out of this thing. It's way too hot. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's just, it's, it sounds like a great idea on paper yeah. it's, and get a picture and then get the F out of that costume. Yeah. I'm going to bring my uh, Ernie pants. Nice. Just cause they're like, weird looking blue and stuff. <laughs> like what are those pants? Like that's my bottom half of Bert and Ernie. That's right. Ernie loaned these to me. Yeah. <laughs> they're on loan from Ernie. You got a problem with that? <laughs> I hate right now. Ernie is just spike a rubber duck in their face. Has anybody seen Angry Ernie out on the playa? He keeps hitting people with rubber ducks. <laughs> he's a fan of that, that new football team, the Dragons. He's the Angry Dragon. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's on math. <laughs> Which camp is he a part of? Oh, the camp that's called Disco F*** Yourself. So, of course he's angry. <laughs> all right, we should probably get out of here. I got to go yeah, to the baby doctor. Things are good. Don't worry. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Just one of those... Um, Oh, let's hope I don't have to say that after Burning Man. Ah, Ted, you should have opened that box of condoms. Right. (laughs) I spent four nights in the orgy dome. Like, what did you do down there? Made babies. (laughs) Ted's the Tracy Morgan, the Sean Kemp of Burning Man. Right. We're in San Francisco the next time. Like, that that kid looks a lot like you, Ted. I don't know. (laughs) It's not mine. (laughs) 
All right, Ted. We'll be uh, well. We won't be back next week. We won't be back the following right. week. So in three weeks, <laughs> just the time to pimp out without a calls wrestling and Red Festival. That's very true. So yeah. get your tickets at WAC Pro Wrestling, WAC Pro Wrestling.com, or just go to their socials. I uh, love to see you there. Or if you're on the South End and you're like, damn it, Steve, I don't want to drive all the way to Everett the week before. Boy, my body's going to. Dude, September is like the week, the month of huge opportunities for me in the world of wrestling. One of the biggest right. names in the Northwest, Dave's, Dave Turner, the Black Sheep. I'm wrestling him at Rain Pro Wrestling at Dystopian State Brewing in Tacoma on September 7th. It's a Saturday night. That's going to be a great show. Nice. Uh, lots of great wrestlers going to be there, including the main events for the women's championship. First show, boom, having a women's championship match between Danica Delarouge, who was just recently tried out for NXT and other places as well. Right. She's killing it. And Izzy McQueen, who I've teamed up with at 3-2-1 Battle, is a badass, one of my favorites. Actually, both of my one of my favorites. Super pumped for that match. So that's Rain Pro Wrestling September 7th. If you're in the South End, and if you're in the North End, September 15th, WACProWrestling.com, without a cause, me versus Ethan Page. Both guys are big dudes, Ted. You'll be fine, Steve. Just slap them hard. I can't wait for September 16th. I am taking the longest shower, bath, float. I don't know what it is, but I'm doing it all. I have a feeling you're going to see our buddy Benny. <laughs> yes. 100% <laughs> yes. <laughs> Benny, I'm coming for you September 16th, brother. <laughs> all right, Ted. Have a great time at yeah, Burning Man. man. I'm, I'm super excited for you. Yeah, I'm pumped. We'll see when we get back. <laughs> You'll be a whole new man. <laughs> right. Or just really tired. Yeah, a little bit of that. We'll have fun washing dishes. Yeah, man. That's Follow what us. On, you know that's what I'm going to end up doing. Yes. <laughs> <Watch it. laughs> Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Peace.